You're listening to What's New with Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far-off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. This podcast is supported by Tools and Weapons, the podcast hosted by Microsoft Vice Chair and President Brad Smith. Each episode features insight you won't find anywhere else from the center of the conversation surrounding emerging technologies like AI. Right now on the podcast, you can hear a special episode where Brad Smith lays out Microsoft's vision for a vibrant marketplace driving the new AI economy. To hear more, follow or subscribe to Tools and Weapons with Brad Smith wherever you get your podcasts. It's today's most interesting thing in tech from Nicholas Thompson, editor-in-chief of Wired. The most interesting thing in tech is a complicated story around the international baccalaureate and the tests that it administers. So it's a two-year program taken by a lot of high school students. It can affect where you go to college. It's very consequential. And like many educational programs, most in fact, It had to shut down in the spring. So what did it decide to do? Well, it decided to basically create the equivalent of a final test score, not based on an actual test you took, but on previous grades, work you've done, and also how people from your school had scored on the test in years previous. What was the result? Well, it was very confusing. The organization that administers the test said, on average, kids did better. But a lot of schools, the results seemed crazy. Kids' dreams were denied. And teachers were confused about why all of their students did more poorly than expected. Which may have been because students at their school in the past had done poorly and that put downward pressure on these students. It seems almost like a dystopian. Because when you take a test, I certainly remember taking the SAT even the PSAT and what it meant, or taking the LSAT when I thought I would go to law school. What you really want is to be measured on how you do, not based on how some algorithm thinks you ought to do based on your previous tests and how other people at your school have done. And so I feel like this was a pretty bad solution. This is not the way to do it. Obviously, coronavirus created all kinds of complex game theory for people inside of different organizations. When it comes to something like the tests that determine where you go to school and what happens next in your life, it's got to be on you. (laughs) It's going to be on an algorithm. It has to be something you entirely understand. All right, see you next week. Get more great stories from Wired in our daily newsletter. Sign up at wired.com slash daily. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more— 
and they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.